You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to our second episode ever, Parenthood Season 5, Episode 2, All Aboard Who's Coming Aboard. I'm Danica Kennedy, and joining me tonight is... I'm on board. I'm Tiana Hobson. <laughs> I am also on board. I am Laura Mendoza, joining you guys as a guest, so thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Of course. And of course... Hello everyone, I'm Marissa Serafini, one in the runs and ones and twos today. Yeah. She is yes. multitasking for this episode. She is not only hosting with us, but she's also engineering the show. So you go, girl. <laughs> she can <laughs> do it all. At midnight, too. Yes, <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is very late over here. <laughs> it is a late night show, but we're still excited to talk about oh, it. Yes. <laughs> we love Parenthood so much. That's why we keep playing the song. We love right? it. <laughs> so to jump in, let's just talk about Zeke and Camille. They have been needing some home renovations. There's actually, since I know a lot about this set, I'm kind of nerdy with it, but uh, there's this one line in the show in the earlier seasons where they mention it's a 1920s home. They have to carry that through all the yes. sets for that house and bring it up over and over. And you can really see it in this episode starting now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could tell. I mean, Zeke seems like the kind of guy that just wants to take care of his home. He's obviously fixing everything and that's why Camille kind of brings up the whole issue about maybe downsizing um, and he just seems like that kind of man that's so proud you know that it doesn't seem like it will go very lightly with him yeah and she brought up the fact you know they've raised their kids here yeah. and it's there's the sentimental value I'm having this issue right now with my parents because they want to move out of our house and I'm like no like She's like, but no one else my is memories. here. Yeah, my memories yeah. are there, but no one else is there. And so, you know, they should probably downgrade. But especially with Zeke and Camille, you know, they're getting older. He can't fix everything. I'm scared for him to go on the roof. Oh, yeah. Because, because, all through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scared for him to get up there, yeah. especially not having, you know, um, Sarah in the guest house anymore. Like, what if something happens to you? Like, Yeah. He could hurt himself. Yeah. I don't want him up there. Like, I feel like he's my grandpa and... I need to watch over him. I think it's funny you say that about kind of having that emotional attachment to their home. Obviously, they have that because they raise their kids there. But when Camille brought up that point to him, I kind of, like, was flashing forward to think, like, if they decide to do that and they were to tell the kids how would their kids react, I was thinking, okay, so maybe they'll decide to sell the house but the kids will all come together and decide to buy it or something like that. That's just me making my crazy predictions. But I just feel like it's one of those homes that has so much history. Looking at the set, like, I just think it's such an amazing house. When Camille brought that up, I was like, no, I love that house. I'm attached to that house. I can't see them in a condo. We all love that house. It's a character of its own. And and going off of your slight Mm -hmm. prediction, maybe 
um, one of the kids move into the house, and they're starting families too. Yeah, yeah. so they can. <gasps> I think the house is a character Amber. on the show. I know my pred- my prediction is that Amber gets married at the house. I was gonna oh, say yeah. that too, like yeah. in the backyard, yeah. a nice wedding. It's such a great house, and I kind of wish I had grown up there, even though I know it's a Ugh. set, so it's not a whole house. Don't we won't, <laughs> we won't ruin the image? Let's just say it's, it's a house. Just, that house is so nice, and <laughs> it's not a house; it's a home. It is. Yes. They can't get separated into several sound stages. Yeah. <laughs> but it seems like your grandparents' nice home. I feel like this is going to be an issue within the next coming episodes. And if they decide or bring it up to the kids, they're all going to flip out. And the house will remain a character on the show no matter what. Oh, for a whole season. I, I don't think we're going to see them. It makes move. it real. Yeah. It mm-hmm. makes them more relatable. And in this episode, Zeke is such a... I'm a guy that fixes everything myself. <laughs> I think he's kind of one of those guys where you don't call the plumber or the handyman. No. He does but you know everything. what? That is so real because that's his generation too. Exactly. I mean, I yeah. just know that from my grandfathers. I know that both, from like my dad does the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah, both of my grandfathers they are still like that. I wish I was that handy. <laughs> if too, I knew how too, to fix right? everything myself, I would save so much money, save a lot of money. That's all I was thinking. Is like, man, he doesn't have to call a plumber out. Like, can't you just call one guy to fix everything that's wrong with? house right now or can't can't you just get your own kids to come and help fix the house because i mean if you think about the very first episode the pilot the the first thing we see zeke doing he's calling up adam and needing Mm -hmm. help on the Mm -hmm. house yeah he still needs to do that but i guess they're busy with their own shenanigans in this episode they are very busy busy and there's mayoral campaigns happening like what their own life going on <laughs> i think camille just wants a fixed house that's why she recommended the condo i think she actually does like the house though well you know she what i also think about broken. her and we what we've seen of her in the previous seasons where it was like she kind of wanted something new remember she was like mm-hmm. getting really into her art classes and things like that she yeah. just seems like she's been at that home for so long and she's not getting any younger and she really kind of like, she's obviously past the midlife crisis, but kind of, like, you know, this is the end of her life. Like, let's live it to the fullest. What can we do? And she kind of wants to take off with Zeke. Yeah. And he's more of the homebody. Mm-hmm. And I think would be happy just growing old there, fixing his house. Yeah. She wants to go explore so, the world. She's artsy and, yeah. and creative. She wants to travel like and do fun things. And she really loves Zeke. And I think she wants that, like, spark with him. And so that's kind of what I see with her. And, and plus, they're... They are getting older. They're going to have, like, physical restrictions on themselves that they, they're not going to be able to fix every shingle on the roof or whatever. So I think it's just it's that point where they realize that, hey, we should just not have to worry about that and just have fun. Yeah. And I liked how she said, you know, let's go start our third act. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's like, act yes, three, let's, get, let's start a new, fresh yeah, thing. Because, you know, they had their kids. They raise their kids they've been around for their kids to start their families now their kids are busy building their own lives and their kids are getting older where you know they start getting in sports and they don't have as much time to come over and just hang out so it's like yeah you know our kids are living their lives it's time for us to finally start living ours and i'm with camille like like, when i'm old i'm gonna start traveling (laughs) once my kids are grown up yeah girl call me i'll go on vacation with you if you're paying because i'm broke (laughs) i have a fun fact about we're talking about how camille's an artist and her paintings and stuff fun fact about the set uh bonnie bedelia who plays camille is an artist and all the paintings in their house she actually (gasps) painted wow i love that it's a kind of cool fun fact it kind of goes with her character 
Yeah. That's so cool. I love that. After Buzz TV exclusive. <laughs> and speaking about art and all things artsy, be sure to check out Serial Buddies. You can get it on iTunes, created by all our bosses here at After Buzz. We've been plugging it for the last few weeks. You know all about it. It's hilarious. And it's a little bit of a twist, though. It's a serial killer. Yes murder mystery kind of drama comedy, comedy. It's, a it's a mix hysterical. of everything it's hysterical the you, sooner you go buy it the yeah. quicker we'll stop talking about it <laughs> <laughs> and you can get it on itunes while you're subscribing to this very podcast so you get it too yeah. Yeah. yeah and this is a brand new podcast so we have barely any ratings any comments we read all the comments we that do you guys have some leave, comments so. but we'll read Ooh, them later a though. couple of them yeah. we want more though we love five stars we do five yeah. stars five. we five need stars. five stars that would five be fabulous yeah. so go do it <laughs> so going into our next segment we're going to talk about Julia and there's a new character that has come into this episode. <laughs> school I, man. I, I call him school him. man. Is that weird that I like him a <laughs> yeah, lot? I call I him new too. dad. Okay. <laughs> that works. His Sarah. name's Ed, which we kind of figured out towards the end of the episode. <laughs> which we found out in the guy, in the Ed. previews for <laughs> next, next week. <laughs> We're like, oh that's his name. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so I just have him school man. I can go and cross that out in all my notes. And Julia, she was taking her kids to school. It's the first day. Everyone's running late. They're all hectic and crazy. And this random guy, he's like a single dad, comes up with two kids. Just watch my kids for two seconds. I need to run to the car and grab the lunches. And she was like, wait, but I have to sign up. Uh, like, okay, fine. Yeah. And then she was late to sign up. Why couldn't him. he just leave? Like, there's so many people there. There's not, like, some random stranger standing there. Why couldn't he yeah. just be like, kids, go into school. Yeah, you've and already. And I'm going to run it. I mean, got it them didn't there. Make sense. He could go and deliver their lunches to the classroom. After. All these other options. Yeah, and I thought because it was the, the first day, maybe he wanted to say goodbye to his kids. But he didn't even do that. He just ran yeah. towards the, yep. the volunteer sign. I'm like, what was that really <laughs> for? Yeah. The funniest part, though, about that is once he came back, he almost raced her in. Oh, he did. Oh, he, did. Was... he was like cutting in front of her, and she's like, I just waited for you, and you're now racing me, and it didn't make any and sense. And out of yeah, all care. people, Crosby gets the last good spot on all the lists. <laughs> like, I mean, not only do you lose out because this guy helped you, but then Crosby is the one. Your brother who... that's like the slacker. <laughs> I love it. I and love he's it. the one telling you, you better sign up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know how schools work because I don't have kids. But I might have just been like, oh, you know what? I can't volunteer for anything. I work and just skipped out on the whole volunteer sign up No, I don't yeah. know how that works. I don't know works. how it works. There's got to be a punishment. You probably have to pay <laughs> money or something like that. I think that is what it is. From the high school I went to, mm-hmm. there were either volunteer parents or parents that wrote a big check. They cost like a cash. Yeah. Yeah, I bet you that's probably what it was. Probably. My parents always did bingo. The, the weekly <laughs> bingo at my school. I love yeah. that. Yeah. That's so funny. We didn't have this at my school, so this is I all new to me. We did, maybe. Uh, well, they were annoying, the jobs they ended yeah. up getting. So, Sustainability. So, yes. Did they have the, to the do green that every team. day or just oh, I hope on the not. first day? Well, how can they expect Why the only any parents to do that every day? Because you have to assume that most parents are working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a life so, outside of school. But that's why it's yeah. called volunteer. you got to do it on your own time. 
Okay. Well, it was an annoying job to say the least <laughs> because I saw that and they're basically walking, you know, kid to past, kid. kid and the kid. kids don't care or know what's that going poor on. Little boy, the poor little boy. The poor boy who's sitting, getting, by sitting by himself eating his trying to eat his potato yeah. chips. And, you know, you have Ed giving him a lecture about, um, school man, new dad, (laughs) um, giving him a lecture about, you know, being more green and sustainable. And he's just like, but I like my chips. (laughs) And his mom packed him lunch. It's not his fault. At this age, they're not making their lunches, which is why, I mean, I could get into a whole rant about why I think that, you know, tardy shouldn't count for kids this age. They're not driving themselves. They can't do it. It's on the parent. The tardy rule, because... Every week in high school, my mom would make me late for work. <laughs> Not even kidding. And I would get detention every week. And I would be like, it's my mom's fault. Yeah. She took too long to get ready. That's amazing. Exactly. And it was that. horrible. And I would always get mad at my mom for it It's all the, the time. same thing with this lunch thing right now. Because, like... It's the kid's not packing himself. Fault, yeah. not the it's the parents' he, fault. This kid looked like he was going to cry. And basically, <laughs> schoolman was, like, going to town on him. Like, he is Mr. Know-it-all green guy. <laughs> and even Julia was looking Guilt over at check. him like, okay, you like, need to chill out a little bit and just, you know, slid him the paper and say, give this to your mom. Which, I mean, I feel like that should be something that no one should have to volunteer for. That could be given out to parents at, like, parent and teacher conferences or something. I don't see why the, you're giving it to a kid to give to the parent. Yeah, the teacher could have pinned it onto their backpack, you know, how yeah. when you're, like, in kindergarten, they used to, like, yeah. attach notes to your back. You know, go up to a five-year-old, like, 85% of landfill. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't care. They don't even know what you're and, Or, Just like, they cry. shouldn't even use paper. I mean, if they want to go green, yeah. send emails. Yeah, send an email. So... Good point, Marissa. <laughs> There's something I feel like the the bulk of what this volunteer position was supposed to be was where you saw them eventually sitting down and kind of separating trash, which again, like we're totally going on a side thing, but if oh. you're going to teach kids about recycling, there should be different bins for it and the kids should learn how to do it by actually recycling their own stuff. Yeah, they yeah. the kids should do it just themselves. My thoughts. But I do love the quick little scene oh, where Victor was like, This is so embarrassing, everyone hates you. <laughs> and this was like the first real mother son embarrassing right. moment that Julian Victor has had. And that was actually pretty funny. Or a very such a spontaneous moment where he comes up and she so naturally is like, Oh, there's my son, you know, and we yeah. haven't seen that yet which is so great yeah, i love it and like he there. can acknowledge her as his mom and i thought that was really cute everyone, everyone hates, hates you, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so realistic when you see your parent at school in that age in general you're embarrassed especially if they're yeah and then she's like oh there's my son all loud and yeah i feel like cute. this show i'm not trying to rag on the show first of all but <laughs> they do these they kind of touch upon issues or things that are very common in northern california i lived up in the bay area for a little bit and the um, whole going green thing is huge up there. So I think it's good that they're tying it in, but they would have tied it in different. Like, they wouldn't have the papers, things like that. Yeah. And they've kind of done issues like this on the show before. Like, um... Why am I blanking on her name? Victor's sister, Julia's daughter. Oh, Sydney. Sydney, Sydney. yes. So Sydney, there's... the past season or two, she goes vegetarian. Oh, yeah. And that's a big issue in Northern California. Yeah. And in their family, they're very against her going vegetarian and I understand families are like that but in Northern California that's a very common thing to happen there's tons of vegetarians there (laughs) there's a lot of hippies up there and I mean I know it and I love it I went to school in San Francisco so I know like the area and a lot of those like trends kind of start up there and then they come down here because then it becomes a very LA thing Mm -hmm. you know the trendy go green kind of thing 
Um, so you're right. And they're I like think... touching on those issues, but they're not touching on them exactly how they would in that yeah. area. Yeah. They're doing it like the LA version, maybe because they filmed down here. Because they filmed down <laughs> here, but they're supposed to be up there. Yeah. So there's so an it's like a weird mix of like in between. Yeah. Kind good of. point. Good point. Interesting mix. But we're I'm getting off topic now yeah. to talk about Ed though. Uh, there's kind of a weird chemistry that Julia and Ed have together. They're not really flirtatious, but he's a single dad. Their partners, or and we assume, together. right? We're kind of. We don't know. He never I'm said anything. Like he said, his wife told him not to be late on the first day. Oh, okay. Oh, I kind of remember hearing him say because the sign, right. that's how he knew about the signups. So he, he said does. my wife said not to be late, but I think that they're both just in that place where they're both have been downsized or, uh-huh. or unemployed. unemployed, and yeah. it's the first time you know she finally has someone who she connects with because this whole spending time with the kids mom duty thing is so new to her it's new to him so i think maybe that's where the yeah it's kind of a blurred line between them right now where you know it's a friendship but mm-hmm. it could cross over you never quite know but you know what's interesting about that is that joel was unemployed for so long mm-hmm. so to say that she doesn't have anybody that can relate to her like joel it seems kind of ridiculous yeah because yeah, she could go to her as an, and all these are kind of assumptions because they have a very cute chemistry, so mm-hmm. we're kind of assuming that there's these feelings there. I kind of like know. Ed. Like I, I, I he's love the Ed. chubby, funny, like cuddly teddy bear guy. He seems like, like such a fun guy. Hey guys, all I know is that the last NBC show he was on, he didn't get the girl there. The Office <laughs> Pam. Yep, oh, you're yep. right. Yep, he's Pam's original fiance. Yep, That's he didn't funny. get her then. He's not he's getting the not girl getting, to You know why? Because she's got Joel to go home yep. to. Yep. Joel he's is over two. Hotter. <laughs> he's over two right now. Perfect. Joel is perfect. And speaking of Joel, last week, Pete, the girl Pete, came yes. over. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of a weird square going on with him and Pete, I feel like, and Julia and Ed. And I don't yeah. really feel like either of them necessarily will hook up with the other one. But I can see them getting very jealous about them working with yeah. the other sex all the time and bringing it up. Because now that I think about it, Julia used to be Pete and um, Joel, no. What do you mean? And um, Julia's husband. Why am I blanking? Joel. Joel used to be Ed. Ed. Yeah. So okay. there's kind oh, of that, like, that, yeah, there's oh. kind of that cross-reference there of, you know, maybe that. Kind of those positions. Those positions, you, you know. Yeah, where, like Julia was in this powerful position mm-hmm. and. Yeah, Joel was the Joel one was unemployed the one and at, the one volunteering at school yeah. doing all of that stuff. So now they're complete re- reversal and spending time with people who remind them of what life used to be like. It's going to be an interesting, I think. Yeah. I love the triangles they do on this show with the writing, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, Sarah, Hank, and Mike, like all those. <laughs> like they yeah. do a good job at like twisting it up with yeah. the show for sure. But yeah. let's jump into talking about Crosby, Jasmine, the baby, what's going on <laughs> in that crazy household. Uh, I love Crosby. But I love Crosby because he seen, he just is so real. And I just think that <laughs> Crosby is very much Dax. That's what I imagine. Yes. I love it. And I think... Crosby just seems so real. Like I loved it in the pi- or in the premiere episode last week where he said to the baby, "I I know you're supposed to be the greatest thing in my world, but I just hate you right now." And it just seems so real, you know, cuz he's never he wasn't there when Jabbar was a baby. Mm-hmm. So he, he's going through this in the very like the first time in his life and even before Jabbar, he was like this young 
lazy mm-hmm. guy that could get away with anything, sleep in for however long he wanted. So I just think it's really interesting to see his reaction to this child. Um, and to go off that point, what we were talking about last week about, you know, Crosby being a new dad, my mom watched our show and <laughs> she wanted me to point out that Crosby himself is a baby. Yeah, and, he is a baby. And oh, that is why he's having a hard time because his mommy just literally got done doing his laundry and, yes. you know, sleeping in. So he hasn't become an adult. So that's why he can't appreciate his own child. That's so such a great point. Those are, those are notes from my Mama D. Thanks, Mama. Mama D? Is Mama that, D. Oh, Mama I D. have a Mama D, D too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love She's it. Smart. <laughs> We should have a, a, a Mama D section. You know? Where, where's <laughs> like the Mama D? Yeah, she, will be, she will be giving me her opinion on our show every week, so there don't worry about that. We should That's do like great. a parenthood segment where we bring in our, our parents. Parents, parents. And we'll parents, we like start yes. arguing with our parents mid show. That's just drama idea. waiting to happen. My parents are sleeping right now. <laughs> Mine are too, oh, I'm yeah. sure. We could have our Mama D's. Yeah, come our Mama That'd D's. That'd be awesome. Come on. I love that. Well, last week we were talking about Crosby and the baby, and we were talking about it'll be interesting to see how their relationship kind of grows and progresses. And we haven't really seen that relationship grow at all. But Crosby's relationship with Jabbar is getting closer because they're both talking about how they hate the baby, basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's wise to bond with one child about your hatred for the other. the other one. Honestly, <laughs> no. Because he's still a kid. He doesn't know. See, but honestly, I really... disagree. I think it's so smart because he's kind of coming down to Jabbar's level and he's kind of mm-hmm. relating yeah. to him. And I think mm-hmm. when he can say that, he can also be like, oh my God, I hate your sister right now, too. Or to say that and then be like, but you know what? She's going to be the best thing or you're going to be responsible of taking care of her. To do things like that. Like I'm rather, coming from your point of view yeah, and I understand you can yeah. kind of you shift are. his opinion a little bit, you know? And I think it's really smart. Yeah, I think that if he had said that last part tonight, like, <laughs> right. yeah, you know, like we're complaining about your sister, but, you know, one day you're going to have to pound some guy's face in to, like, defend her honor. <laughs> I think he'll like, get there. You know, yeah. that would have been great, but I was just like, wow, he's sitting around, you know, this could come back and bite him in the butt one day. <laughs> Jabari's like, haha, dad likes me better than you because he told me uh, he hated you as uh, a child. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think there's the like, newborn age. It's the newborn thing. Yeah, I, oh, I liked how Crosby actually sat Jabbar down and be like, I know we're spending a lot of attention and time with the baby. And because a lot of kids who haven't had younger siblings and whatnot, they go through that. They're feeling a little bit neglected from their parents. So it's good that they even address that Crosby's addressing that, that like, yes, we're spending time with the baby, but that doesn't mean we don't love you any less. And we can, we all love your baby sister. And I think that is a good point because that will help Jabbar Jabbar will will like his baby sister a lot more because when his parents can do that, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Like, yeah. I, my, just to give you guys some real life story about this, my sister just had her second baby a few months ago, and my oldest nephew is two and a half, and he just cannot stand it. But he's jealous because mm-hmm. that kid yeah. is getting he's all used of to her being attention. The of attention, and now someone yeah. else is. So she has to make a conscious effort to be like, oh, it's it's our day today, so the baby's going to be watched by this person, and it's just going to be me and you. And to be able to do that, mm-hmm. the kid will have less resentment for their younger sibling. So I think you're right, Marissa. This is just... A, a really smart way. Crosby, he's a great dad. I, I think him. he was, yeah. yeah, he looks like such a fun dad, too. He's yes. picking him up, like, let's go jam. I'm he's like, real, oh, you awesome. know? I love him. And yeah, they even had the moment last year when Victor was coming into the picture and Sydney was getting jealous. And mm-hmm. yeah. Julie, uh, Julia and Joel 
spent that day with just saying yeah. mm-hmm. just that. It's such a real theme. I just think that happens yeah. in every family. I mean, so. if you have siblings and they're getting more attention than you, of course you're going to get upset. So Yeah. You know what I actually heard about adoption? That's a good point is that when they advise people to adopt, you want to adopt within – like. If you already have a daughter, uh-huh. you want to get somebody that's younger than younger the daughter. Than so daughter. that could have been oh. not the smartest and, move. And I'll just say this. I am adopted. Yes. All my, all my siblings are adopted. And but they're all older than you. And they're all older than me. But the, one of the main factors why I was getting, yeah. why I got adopted is because my brother is a year and a half older than me. They wanted another sibling that was closer to his, his age, age but younger. Yes. Therefore, I came into the picture. So good <laughs> thing. Look at that. <laughs> life but, the and they probably all love you, but it probably would have been harder if you would have been older. older exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. You know? Yeah. You have to be the baby coming in. Because it's weird if you come in and the... I don't know. I have a friend who yeah. uh, got adopted when he was older, like nine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the parents had a biological kid that was a newborn. How oh. weird is that? Yeah. I mean, it but works at out least great the newborn family, but would it's an grow up. dynamic. The newborn would at least grow up knowing that as their older sibling, whereas yeah. they weren't, mm-hmm. you know, used to being the oldest. I think it works out no? for that. It, yeah. I think it would have been weird if the baby was older yeah. and I was still a baby, but it, it worked out. But it's still yeah. an interesting Interesting topic. Yeah. Parenthood just covers all these real things. Everything. I love it. Yes. It's such a real issue. And they cover all kinds of people, too. Like mm-hmm. adults, kids, kids who are adopted, kids who are biological. Adults who are like kids. Almost yeah. everyone can relate to it. Biracial kids. Yes. Exactly. Not just yeah. for parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they cover all their grounds. I love it. Well, another family that covers a lot of grounds, <laughs> Christina and Adam, they've gone oh through God. some crap over the years. and yeah. I mean, this whole campaign thing, Christina is very involved. She's passionate about it, and she wants to relate to people. She feels like she can. She's been through the healthcare system with cancer. She's gone through the schooling. She's been yeah. through a lot. She's mm-hmm. been a And she's been of, on campaigns. Yeah. Like, she knows working. the business. She's. I think she's perfect for it. I think she's likable. I want her to win. And really? She, I she don't know. She did work on Bob Little's campaign, so she knows how Bob Little thinks. Yes, exactly. So that, she knows that's that. actually yeah, that's, to her advantage. It really is. I want is. her to win. I want her to win because I love her, and I'm rooting for everything this family does. But she is such an emotional person. Yeah. Oh she gosh. cries like when For she's talking. And the whole family is like really. I know, seriously. but I'm sorry, Christina. There has there been an episode where she has not cried or teared up or you know gotten so worked up about something. She that is always a good does. Point. That's a very good and you so have to have a strong backbone to be in politics. You do, oh, and definitely. she's always been in politics, but she hasn't been at the forefront of the campaign. She, has she to be might the be face running now. it. Yeah, and I think that's different, you know. And in, you know, the scene where we see her and Adam really get into it and hash it out, Adam makes a great point in that, you know, you just got through cancer and the doctors have advised that you need to really manage your stress. And now she's choosing to go into the most stressful thing that she's probably ever done. And she hasn't been working. I mean, she did the Bob Little campaign, but. Before she's that, she's been a guests. mom, you know, not to say that that's an easy job, but she's been out of the game. that film. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. been out of the game. It's a different pace, I guess. It really is. Well, I mean, she gets this lady, Heather, to be her campaign yes. manager. Really weird way to hire her. She 
kind of hired herself. I liked I felt like, it. It kind of felt very. I did too. It felt appropriate like, I got for this. a campaign manager to come in and be yeah. like, "Look, girl, you're you don't even know the first thing about what's happening right now. You need me." So basically, I'm just going to start making calls, and yeah, I'm I'm just going to take the position. Don't worry. And then yeah. she got right in there and started making moves. She it's like that's the person you want mm-hmm. to be your campaign mm-hmm. manager. So it did seem very fitting how she just kind of fell into it. I and thought. she's kind of like when I first met Heather as the character, I was like, this girl's a bitch. I don't like her. But then I was like, <laughs> really? she that's perfect for the campaign manager. She needs to be a hard ass. She needs to be upfront. Like, mm-hmm. what is your history? What's wrong with you? It's going to come out. Yeah. Be upfront about it. And she goes to Adam and asks you know, what everything skeletons in yeah. your closet. And <laughs> at first he's like, Oh, we don't have any, nothing. And it's no, the braver men's have plenty, plenty. of skeletons yeah. in their closet. So he brings up the kiss and Heather's like, it was just a kiss. Why'd you even bring it up to your wife? <laughs> I wouldn't advise that. Yeah. I was like, Hmm, I don't know about that, but, and, and that's the thing. But though she asked, you know, the skeletons in the closet and yeah, he gave it to me. And then she makes a judgmental smirk and like, comment about it. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. I was like, it's like I, no, you're asking well, the no. truth. She okay. reacted, she reacted like, okay, it's good. You're telling me this. Could she come out and say something? I need her information. But her reaction that was judgmental has been like, yeah, I wouldn't have told your wife about that if it's just a kiss. Like, mm-hmm. so she, yeah. she's definitely kind of snarky and. Yeah, I mean, she, she's great for the campaign. She takes the initiative. She's very assertive, and she can get people to listen to her and do what mm-hmm. she wants. But, again, I think her judgment, her judgmental attitude will inevitably be kind of her downfall and might rock the boat with this campaign. I think it's going to rock the boat with Christina and Adam, just like it, it has. Yeah. It already has yeah. because she was getting the info out of Adam, and he was kind of like, well, do you really think she's going to win this? Like, she's kind of been yeah. doing this, and yeah. she's running against this person. And he's not as supportive as he should be. He's not yeah. fully backing it. And even with the previews for next episode, we can see, like, you've spent $5,000 on this already. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. And it's like, really? I mean, how much did we spend on the luncheonette when it was getting up and running? You have you to know, front like money so for true. anything. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, yes, that was your passion and that's what you wanted out of this and this is now your wife's passion and what she wants so you should be supportive and everything you guys were almost about to go bankrupt yeah, for your that's dream, a good but it's not point. okay to go bankrupt for her dream. She should bring it up to Adam and yeah, be like, it's like well, it might be a relatively I new well, dream, but it's still I, a it's dream. Mean, it's not about the bankruptcy yeah. for this. It's about I her agree. health, her personal health. She can easily relapse with all the stress back into cancer. I agree with you. I think that's more of his concern. I think what we see in the upcoming episode, what they're teasing, is just kind of the cumulative effect of he's kind of didn't really want her to do this to begin with. Then she decided to do it. So he's like, okay, I'm going to support you. But you can tell he has his doubts that she's even going to win. And she's being so defensive about it and so strong-willed. And he Mm -hmm. is concerned. He doesn't want her to relapse. Like, I get that. I totally get that Mm -hmm. family concern. Do you think that they might have her relapse on the show? I don't think so. I I wouldn't be surprised if she has some scares. I think there might be a cancer scare. I think so, too. I think a scare, not full-on, like, chemo and everything, maybe. But I think we're going to worry about it. But stress is such – it is so much at the root of illness. And it's so true. I get both points, though, because Christina really argues that she has a second chance in life, and this is something she's always wanted to do. So she can't wait. And I feel like we all should have that mentality and that enthusiasm. So I 
don't blame her for doing it. Me too. I see both sides. I'm like Christina where I'm I would rather like live a shorter life dying doing what What I I want to do and what I love than playing everything safe and tiptoeing and walking on eggshells the rest of my life to live a few extra years. And so far I agree with Christina too. So far what we've seen with this campaign the only stress she's had is Adam. Adam not being supportive. Adam bringing up all these so skeletons. Far, like, so far, So far. And it hasn't yeah. happened. Like, hasn't she hasn't happened. had to go into debates. She hasn't had to face the public. And, yeah, exactly. And we know that stress can come from this, but having a supportive husband can alle- alleviate mm-hmm. so much more of that because, sure, the general public, it's a public election. They're going to have their opinions on you. But if you don't have the support of your spouse... I think yeah. that's for you. The, who's, that, yeah, like, like you're, it's going to be even worse for you because if you at least have that person supporting you, then the rest of the stuff, it doesn't matter. I think he supports her. I just feel like Adam will support her for anything she does. I don't think he thinks it's the right thing, but I think he's going to stand by her back and let her do what she needs to do, even if he doesn't feel like it's the right thing. No, it's it's not about the right thing. It is the right thing. It's the wrong time. She, she just got cleared, you know, she's in cancer freeze, but, and then she also just had a, a recent baby in the last mm-hmm. year or so, a year and a half, so I don't think it was the right time yet, it's too soon. Okay, so It is the right thing, though. Comparing this story to, because I'm kind of overlapping the stories for a second, but Sarah goes to Adam for mm-hmm. advice, he tells her not to do anything to chase, you know, Amber away, and be supportive of her decision and if it's what she wants to do then support it isn't that the same thing he yeah, should be doing for he his should wife? be doing the exact same thing isn't it kind of an overlapping similar yes, to no. different different circumstances but but i think overlapping it's kind of but a little I, bit. that storyline i think that kind of goes wraps it up at the end ties it up that he is there still supporting christina at the end when she's but giving a speech still didn't look fully his, in his it. face was he's questionable yeah. was but he, in he's listening to his own advice and he's supporting christina and at least i he's agree there even if he watching. doesn't think that it's the right thing just like sarah might not think it's the right thing but sarah's putting support. on a happy face and actually supporting and being active in it he's still not being active in it and you have to do that in real life with family like you're gonna have siblings or your parents or whoever do something that they're passionate about that you don't necessarily think is the right fit for them but it's their life you have to support them i think he's being active in it because he showed up like he was there and he was standing by her side so and i i also feel though that the different situations those are significant differences like this is Marriage and a death, like a death, like you could die. The thought process of it all to get there. I'm not saying the situations. I'm saying the thought process in supporting your yeah, like giving that advice, giving that advice. I think he's doing it because I think it's like Sarah doesn't really think it's the right thing or doesn't know if it's the right thing, but he's telling her that's fine if you don't think that, but you need to support her because if you don't. You're gonna. She's gonna run off. Run and off. And I think the same thing with him. He doesn't feel like it's the right thing, and he voiced it. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what he did differently. Um, but he's showing up and he's telling her, "I support you. If this is what you want, I support you." I, I don't still, think anything's right. I still need to hear it more. Like him he believe it. it. You he want more enthusiasm? It. Like he's saying the words, but I don't feel like he's believing the word. He's. Saying I don't think he believes the, she's gonna win. Yeah, she and, did, or that because, she can do it. And because of think, that, yeah. he, the words are coming out of his mouth, and he's saying the right things. There's just no. Yeah, he's just going through yeah. the motions. He's like a robot. You know, he's just saying he's what yes you man. want to hear. 
as opposed to meaning what he said. He's I think he wants there. to be a supportive husband, and he's just doubting that she's going to win and that it might yeah. be a waste of time. And He's just showing stuff. up because that's what she wants, not what he wants. That's basically exactly. it. It's good, though. At least he's there. You know, at least yeah. he's not, like, putting his foot down, like, I'm not going to support you at all. Like, yeah. at least he's going through the motions. And same with Sarah. And that's mm-hmm. a perfect transition to talking <laughs> about Sarah and the whole Amber getting engaged thing. I mean, she goes and announces it to the family and there's just this great shot of Sarah's face where <laughs> everyone's kind of like, oh my gosh, Everybody's excited. And she kind of has like, Sarah. deer in the headlights like, uh, yeah. what? I she didn't understand that. Me? Yes. What? I can understand that from a mother. Like, you know, she's been a single mom for a really long time and mm-hmm had to really work to have the close relationship that she's had with her kids because she's had so many ups and downs. Yeah. And I get that. Like, she wants to be the first, you know, to know. If you're not going to be first, it's best to find out with everyone else, though, yeah, and not, like, not everyone later. else finds out. And like, then, on Facebook And then, like, oh, mom was in the bathroom, so she didn't hear the news, so she's entering the horrible. room to it. Yeah, yeah, that would be worse than... Well, but I don't think this was Amber's intention because when they're in the car, she says, I think we should wait. And then she gets in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no wrestling. I do that. That's what I do. Wrestle (laughs) in the car all the time. And you could tell that Sarah, she wants to support her daughter, but she is hesitant to because she didn't have a marriage that worked out. Even actually Hank comes and visits her in the episode. I roll. I love Hank. A pink like ocean Hank. candle or something. Pink ocean something. It's, it present. smells like a pink ocean. It smells like yeah. a pink ocean. Whatever that smells like. But uh, he kind of just comes by because he heard from Max that mm-hmm. she was getting married and wanted to check in and see what Sarah was thinking about it. And they had a good chat. It yeah. was realistic. And I thought it was uh, okay. Go, Marissa. I have feelings on this show. Let it out. Hank comes back. Last week's episode, we find out that Sarah didn't 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 know he was. So we're let's believe that Sarah doesn't know that Hank is back, even though other people do. And then Hank just shows up. She doesn't really question it, though. No, but yeah, she I, mentioned. I didn't get that feeling yeah. from the premiere episode, though. I didn't think that. She I assumed she knew that he was in town. She already I, knows because she said um, she said a line that said, well, the I camera's... heard that Max has yeah. been coming into your shop visiting you. Yeah. So but she I, knew. I yeah. feel like she found out after Max Told. was already going there because I don't really think she knew that Hank was back in town. And really? even if she did know, this is their first interaction. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's what I'm saying, because from last week, we found out that she didn't really know, and then she does know. I kind of miss, like, we missed the whole yeah. scene where and she found out. And how did he know out. where she lived now? Yeah, Who see, that? this is what I'm saying. I don't think, <laughs> I don't remember in the premiere episode them even addressing, like, I remember he was back, and I felt like we didn't know he was back. But there was never any addressing that Sarah didn't know, because even Adam comes in, and he didn't seem, like, too shocked, like, he was well, kind of like, why'd like, you come back but, so fast? But Adam, Adam questioned say, if oh, Hank so was going to go here. with Sarah. Like, going to mm. come Yeah, he's like, so go you're going to see Sarah. her. He's, yeah. He did question him about it and said, oh, you're back. You have a shop now. Because yeah. when um, 
Max said he was there. They were all like, wait, what? But then like, how did Max that? know that? Max was walking in, the in radius. his radius. In the radius and found and it. And found it. Because oh. he needed to get his camera fixed. And voila. And voila. <laughs> I feel like they kind of left a chunk out. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel yeah. like there was a scene missing that we just didn't I feel see. like they, yeah, a little bit of continuity. Or it happens sometimes. Maybe that'll be something they address in the later episodes where she goes, so why did you come back and you never told me? Or, like, maybe that'll yeah. come up. Yeah, And I feel like I their so. interaction is very appropriate so. for how they are together, Hank and Sarah, because they are kind of awkward. I, I love not it. Awkward, I know. They're, like, they're, they're, yeah, they're friends. Yeah, they're friends, and they're, like, Kirk quirky a little bit like that whole interaction made sense for them it doesn't make sense for a normal like a normal relationship well and he came over and he was like i'm coming over as a friend you know very like like i need to say that out loud so we're just friends but what and he had a good point he had a good point and like he you could tell he came with the intention of giving her that advice well what he said was look we've both been married before and it didn't work out so you need to talk to amber and just say that basically say what yeah. you just because she feel. she ended up opening up a little bit you know saying i feel like this is a little bit rushed it's a little too soon mm-hmm. um it's a pill popper yeah <laughs> but what issues. it seemed like he came over there to simply say you and i both have had bad marriages I wish somebody would have told me that before I walked down the aisle. So you kind and of I owe thought that, that to was her. good advice. I, did too. And I thought perfect. She came over and gave her advice to Amber, and she just said, I have one question. Can you see yourself spending the rest of your life with this guy? And she said, 100%. I love him. And cried. then uh, so great. They, Sarah, all cried. they all cry all the time. <laughs> but then Sarah was like, okay, because I got married in a courthouse wearing a squirt. Horrible. Wearing a skirt on a normal day is bad. Yeah, oh, married in a skirt. Was I it love white? That. I'm curious. <laughs> was it jean? Was, was it corduroy? It? I don't plaid. know. Was it plaid? I think yeah. of like plaid skirts because I Me went too. to like, like clueless. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Plaid. Oh, yeah. Uh, but she, I thought that was a really cute moment. She brought all these wedding magazines over and was like, I want you to have your dream wedding. And I think your prediction about it being at the Braverman, oh, I think the so mothership too. house. Yeah. Yeah. outside we'll that would be a yeah. i would get married back there yeah i thought that was such a big beautiful. moment of sarah like yes because she looks like she took hank's advice but she also took adam's advice and then kind of gave her story about her wedding so she didn't really give amber any advice she basically said this is what my day was like Pretty much saying, I don't want to see you have that day. Mm -hmm. And if this is what you really want, I want to be there to help give that to you. She said it It in a great great. way, too, because Sarah can mess it up sometimes. She can say the wrong thing and put her foot in the. Well, she almost. Yeah, she did it. She planted that seed of doubt with Ryan's proposal to Amber. Like, was it genuine or was it planned out? And she planted that seed, which therefore had Amber Amber question the whole engagement. Because Amber and Sarah, they're so alike. The apple does not fall far from that. That's why they butt heads sometimes. And that's why they also are super close. And also, since she questioned if it was planned or not, she did go ask Adam while they were in bed together. No, Ryan. Or Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Adam. There's too many characters on the show. I'm getting their names mixed up. Ryan, not her uncle. (laughs) That's just naughty. But they were in bed together and she was like, so 
what was the plan? Kind like, of like was it romantic? It Tell me what you were thinking. And like, he says it was spur of the moment. Yeah. Basically, he made it sound more romantic. Has than he I gotten did. her a ring yet? Because I, I know last he did. last week there, I don't think he proposed with one last week. Okay, he but, didn't have one on him. Yeah, which but was why we were so when we were watching it last week, we were noticing really. Like, okay, this is down the line. Like she would wear rings, and it would be on her left ring finger, and then they would disappear. Really? This week I was looking for it when she made the announcement to the family there was no ring and then in one scene I think it was the bedroom scene there was a ring on her finger with like three gems on it I don't know if they were diamonds or not they're just trying to screw with yeah us. and then <laughs> and then at the end of the episode when she was talking to her mom it was gone again so I was like I I, I think they're think... accessory pieces but I just want to know like when's the ring going on the I hands? think they're putting it on there to trick us and not like it's not ever in focus it's always like yeah. you'll just see it here and there like that she's wearing some sort of some stone. sort of something and like it's always different something i think they'll make something out of it when he like gets her ring yeah i think they will it's hard to tell too because she does wear a lot of jewelry she has tons of piercings yes. and oh, yeah. a lot so of rings hard on and bracelets tell. and stuff yeah. so she might just be accessorizing and we're like overthinking <laughs> like pause wait is that a wedding ring <laughs> yeah. rewind i can't tell yeah, because yeah. in the finale last year when we saw them ring shopping, that's why I was like, oh, that's maybe right. she already has that. the ring. And then he proposed, so I was like, oh, she didn't have a ring. So confused. But, yeah, that mysterious ring is still bugging me. The thing I love I about either. this show is how unpredictable it is in a way. Like, I feel like with them, they can either have, like, this big, huge wedding in the backyard yes. mm-hmm. or they could break up and not even get married. Like, I feel oh, like yes. it could be one or the other, and I don't really know which way it will go. Do you think, though, that they might not get married in the parents' house because that's where Crosby and Jasmine got married and to, like, do it all over again? Over. Um, but I say if I you know. have the facilities, you yeah. should. Might as well. That's true, and Amber seems like a pretty simple person. And they're yeah. broke. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but, and their family is it's all it's home. Just perfect. Do it while it really is perfect. She, I would get married. Yeah, there. she grew up there, so it yeah. would be like a sentimental place, you know. Yeah, they better not sell that house. I bet you that's going to be like the finale. Either that's they get I married or they don't. I don't know. Oh, we'll I have find a out. <laughs> Ew. I don't think it'll be. It won't be a smooth ride. But you know no. what? None of these characters will have a smooth ride in this season because that is how parenthood is, and that's how real life is. So. Well, let's get into some news and gossip. So I don't have that much news and gossip, but Monica Potter, she Mm -hmm. was in People Magazine this week. They did kind of a celebrity home section. Kathy Griffin was in it, but it showed her patio and it was her favorite room in her house. And it said something about how she likes to collect random things from Goodwill in thrift shops and kind of oh. make them her own. I love that. Super I love cute that about picture her. of her. And I have to say, if you go out and you, you see this picture in People Magazine, it reminds me of the Braverman home. It is. It's very eclectic and colorful. It's it kind just, of vintage yeah. like worn yeah. out wood and it's it has all the fall colors and pumpkins. Super cute. It just looks comfortable and very homey. Very much like what we see You just want to have like show. hot chocolate on the porch. Oh yeah. And sit out and talk with your family. I feel like cozy. they're all like their characters in real life. Probably. And they're all I hope family. Monica Potter doesn't <laughs> as cry as much as she does <laughs> in real life. Hopefully none of them cry as much as they do on the show because that's, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of crying. Well, and isn't it interesting because Sarah and Adam in real life are a are couple. Dating. You guys know that, right? Oh, yeah. Craziness. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It kind of ruins it for me. I shouldn't even talk about it. <laughs> you you like saw it. like all those 
you saw the chemistry between those those two actors in like the first and second season. So oh, you I kinda don't know. knew it's the fifth season. They're brother now. and sister. I, I know, think they but, play that really well. Yeah, exactly. They do a good like, job. Even though the brother and sister they, they keep it on the down low. <laughs> they're not flashy about yeah, it. I'm you're dating your brother or sister, you should keep it on the download. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> but like they're Incest. not over, you know, flashy about it or whatnot. Yeah, I always good. wonder what the I mean, there's so much crying on the show speaking about it. <laughs> I cry when they're doing the, all the takes. Time. They must be I mean, think Exhausted. of what you're doing like thirty takes to keep up the waterworks over and over that? again. And there's like people doing your makeup and yelling at you and this is That's why I'm not an actress, because yeah. I cannot I do, that. do that. I could do it for, like, a couple takes, but over and over again. They're doing a lot of crying on this show. <laughs> um, yeah. I also have some news and gossip. Ooh, Tell me. Um, so I was, on, I was on Funny or Die this week, <gasps> and there is yeah. a video with Mae Whitman and Sarah Ramos. Oh my gosh. Um, she plays Hattie. I'm Miss um, Hattie. And it is the adult, it's the live action Rugrats movie. <gasps> it's a trailer. What? It's hilarious. It's like the Rugrats, like you've never seen them before. Um, May plays Angelica, genius. <laughs> um, and Sarah Perfect. is Phil and Lil. And oh it's like, God. it's like the, it's a darker Rugrats, but I mean, it's got a bunch of and other And you're in this? Oh, no, I'm not in it. I was oh. just watching it. Oh, I thought you said they were on. No, I was like on the website, Funny or Die. Funny or Die.com. That's awesome. really exciting. And for those of you who are, are listening who may not know what the Rugrats are, cartoons, 90s. Nikki's Nickelodeon about babies though. So are they playing babies? They're playing, yeah, they're babies. But they're, they're humans. And it's like a trailer for this movie where it's darker and Angelica is kind of like taking over. So it's a like scary movie type yes. of thing where she's like taking over their, I don't know. It was, it was really <laughs> Remember hilarious. Rugrats when this. they were like half grown up? Yeah. And they were, that's what so I was when like. They were they're teenagers. not doing yeah. that, right? No, they're, okay. they're in God. diapers. And Good. <laughs> May Whitman in a diaper. Check it out on Funny or Die. And, yeah. I love it. And uh, also, I watched uh, Lauren Graham. She just appeared on Ellen DeGeneres last week promoting oh, the show. And her new book, uh, Someday, Someday, Maybe, which actually, because last week I didn't really know the premise of it, it's uh, loosely based on her life. And Ellen DeGeneres helped um, kickstart the the TV movie that they're producing it into, oh. and oh, Monica great. yeah, and Monica Potter was actually tweeting last week in the last week of September mm-hmm. uh, questions about it was like an open forum kind of thing people can tweet questions about her like her personal life anything about parenthood and what she likes just random things like what's her favorite restaurant restaurant and she said like some Italian place Angelinos and like Sherman oh, Oaks heard of it so uh, like just fun questions <laughs> and I think I hope they have more of that in the future with other cast members yeah that yeah. would be so, awesome yeah. well let's jump into some predictions <gasps> oh man and now your after buzz TV I think I already said my predictions. <laughs> I feel I like we've been kind of... Yeah, I'll just right? like spit them out. Yeah. We've been kind once. of saying them throughout. Okay, my big start. prediction, I don't think they're going to get rid of the house. I think that they're going to stay there. I think they're going to pitch it to the kids, and the kids are going to be like, uh-uh, do not get rid of it, and kind of say no to that. I think that there's going to be some mm. obstacles in Amber's relationship and wedding planning with Ryan, I feel like they might butt heads oh, yeah. a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. Bridezilla, there's always drama around weddings. And he has such an uneven temperament just because of his... He has some anger issues. issues. Mm-hmm. 
stress is not good for him. So and this going will be to a war doesn't help. No. Yeah, and as much as I don't want to say this out loud because I don't want this to happen, but I could yes, see using the wedding um, and having it at the house. And if they were to sell the house, I could see it being sort of like a series finale because the you know this, yeah this oh totally yeah this show yeah. has been up and down with like ratings and like if it's going to get renewed or not. So I think. If it were to go that way, I could see it being like the big send off. Like, okay, the house is gone now, and so, so we're the all show's gonna, over. So we're all gonna kind of like go our separate ways. No. So I feel That's like so sad. I, I said <laughs> I don't want it to happen, guys. I don't want this show to end. But if it were to end, this would be a good send off for it. To that go is end. a good prediction, and yeah. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're wrong too. I don't know if I have any major predictions. Very easy one. I'm going to predict that Hank and Sarah get back together or something. They have to. They're going to hook up. Yeah, They're going to hook up. I don't like them too. They're going to be off and on. <laughs> They're going to be like friends with benefits, something of that sort. Um, I have this small feeling. I don't feel confident saying it's a prediction. But I could see Christina backing out of this campaign. Yes. Yeah. I could see that. Was, I that was going to be mine. I feel like she's just doing it to face something that she's always wanted to do. But I don't think she herself really believes, like, it's the right time or it's the right move. It was just so spur of the moment that she's I don't so think impulsive. she fully thought through it. And, you know, I think there's Adam kind of telling her, like, kind of encouraging her not to do it, telling her it might not be the right time. And I don't think she wants to give in to what somebody else is telling her. I think she wants this to be completely her own and so that could be like he is almost mm-hmm. pushing her into it a little bit more because she's being defensive and doesn't want to give into that so that's I don't know I don't I don't want I don't know if that's a prediction that I feel so confident about but I could see that happening maybe yeah. something really dramatic to make it end. it's yeah, always I dramatic think, yes. I, I, it will be I think there might be another cancer scare that will force Christina to think about the campaign yeah. therefore maybe drop out uh, I think they won't get, they won't sell the house because I think they're going to address this issue with the kids and they might help people to repair the house or even pitch yeah. in their own money and or they do it themselves and repair the house. And uh, I think this whole Ed deal with Julia, he's going to stir the pot with that whole yeah. relationship with Joel and Julia and then we're going to hear about Pete coming back into the picture and then Julia's going to be like, well, what about you and Pete to yeah. Joel? So that I think there's going to be a love square. I think so too, but I think it'll just stir the pot. Like yeah, I think stir, yeah. they are just, just such a great interesting couple. interesting enough. It's mm-hmm. got to happen. I mean, I think that's very normal in marriages that there are going to be times like this where you have outside temptations and I think that's what you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And also, Marissa, on your cancer scare, I feel like, you know, Christina's pushing this whole, this is my second chance at life. You know, I need to do this. I think what she will eventually realize if she does back out is that her second chance is to be with her children. Because first and foremost, that is like her Family love. First. Mm-hmm. And why do something that could potentially put your health at risk that could take you away from them? And I think... That would be more of her driving force. Speaking of her kids, I predict that maybe Hattie should come home and visit. Yeah, yeah we miss Hattie I miss probably. Her. Really? Uh, I mean, Hattie can get on my nerves sometimes. The whole like, Hattie, well, underlying she was a plot of the show <laughs> is family. So yeah. I feel like that is their initial thing is family first. So it always yeah. somehow ties back into that. I think Hattie's going to come back as like a different person, like totally changed by college with like a nose piercing. Oh, <laughs> she I did had that, that crazy I did makeover. That. <laughs> or like you a shaved head or something. I had a 
nose ring. There's nothing wrong with it, right, Tiana? Yes, I have my <laughs> <Hello>. nose pierced. <laughs> I would get mine back. It wasn't that crazy. It was just a little stud. Yeah. <laughs> or wild. she gained a freshman 15 or, or something. Or she'll, like, shave half, the he- half of her head, oh. like Rihanna or something weird like that. Oh, Lord. Oh, my friends. I don't, I don't think Hattie was. Getting. She's very headstrong. She's that That's why. straight A kind of person. So I don't... That would be completely out of character. If she she already come had back her like crazy that. haircut. Remember she dyed her hair black and straightened it? Yeah. Guys, it. She how do you come back pregnant? <gasps> oh, knocked up. I like that. We can end on that. Well, let's end on that note. Maybe we'll see Hattie get knocked up. But oh thank you for tuning into our show. My name's Danica Kennedy. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook, Instagram at Danica Kennedy. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. You can find me on Twitter at low, L-O underscore Vias, V-A-L-L-E-S, or on Instagram at low Vias. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serifini TV or Engineering all the other shows. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.